Look, just so you know, I'm not a total nerd. I also happen to be super into close-up magic. What a nerd. All right, nerds. Let's go. Get those nerds! Go into it because there's, there's there's a lot into it. We're gonna about. be going on. We about are going, this forever. We've already started. This is the entire show. Just started. All right, so welcome to Nerdables, and I really feel like we should be playing. The boys are back in town because for the first time since June 2013, we have everybody back in the studio. The we have everybody here: Chris, Travis, Ethan. It's everybody that's on the Nerdables show is right here in the studio. We welcome back, guys. And it feels so good. This is why you're quiet all the time. <laughs> You're wanting a nickname. Hey, you, know, <laughs> you know, people tell me that I need to be more vocal, and I'm being more vocal, and then they get upset. So, Sexy Saucy Ethan, that's your what nickname. What can I say? Okay, there's a difference between vocal and singing. Hey, if he's going to no, sing, no, let him vocals sing. Vocals are singing. <laughs> the the <laughs> question <laughs> I have, I did a show in June? Yeah. <laughs> wow. E3. I was oh, that's right. I did do the that's E3 right. show. You did do the E3 show. That was June. I thought that was earlier. You had the race board. Talk about this. And we talked about No, no, no. I did. Remember, I, I hosted the show because I don't do anything with video games. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I was the one, the, I was the was one trying to get you for, to trying to get all you guys to shut up so that uh, yep. yeah. uh, Jeff. Our Jeff could talk. That's when we had our first guest on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our first so, and only guest. <laughs> No, Wait, no, we had the we had the uh, oh yeah, dear duh. JJ Hello. guys. We had the dear JJ guys. Yep. We've had day uh, dashing Dave. We had uh, Jana Solo, Emily you know, Marsh. Yep. Emily Marsh came on. Um, and hopefully this year we're going to have a few people that are going to be on there. Uh, hopefully, uh, Livio Ramadali, who's an artist for uh, Transformers, wants to be on the show. We're going to have him on the show at some point. Um, so it's I mean it's fitting that we're all here now for this episode since we are going to do our 2013 year in review show that so anyways I about he would be okay to do it shut up okay about two months ago uh my tardis cabinet uh that i built was featured on our nerd our, our new our new our new home would you like to start over again <laughs> Am I the only sake? person that can speak tonight no yes maybe so about two months ago, my TARDIS cabinet that I built was featured on ardnerdhome.com. What is he ardnerd? Ardnerd? Oh, Jesus Christ. Ardnerdhome.com. So about two months ago, the TARDIS that I built, the cabinet, was featured on ournerdhome.com. Congrats. Thank you. Since that time, there's been a lot of people asking me for the blueprints and... Um, so you cough those up for no money? No. So I, you tell them screw you and figure it out for themselves. Jeez. No, I think the biggest question is, does he have blueprints? No, the question that's just <laughs> yeah. It. He probably whittled it like each day. Yeah, out but of you some guys saw me build it. You, you knew that I was building it. I didn't have any blueprints or anything. Um, I'm first. I'm he very very. It? I whittled Did it. Do you think he took like a gigantic trunk took a log, of a tree? Took yes. a log and just. <laughs> Not even no, no, not that. Yeah, just, he had a like Swiss a little, Army knife. A little, Swiss a Army knife. Buck just, knife. Just, ching, ching, the buck ching, knife ching, on the port. Ching, little hammer ching, and a nail. Ching, ching. You know I what? You know what away. I can whittle? Snakes. <laughs> really? Yeah. You just take the bark off, and then you just poke two little eye holes in there. Nice. Yeah. Clever. I did whittle a small TARDIS, but no, this one was the big one that I built. That's in the you know sitting in the living room. Um, I'm actually I'm, I'm, I'm very overwhelmed that there has been such a response on their website and you know on our own website about wanting blueprints for this but i you don't have any. any i didn't make any you just made it up in your head yeah so now you have to make blueprints well but see here's what i was trying to decide 
and I wanted your guys' opinion, and I want you know the fans that listen to this to decide also. Should I do a video walkthrough, you know, with the cabinet and you already built it. It's yeah. too late to do a no, video walkthrough. No, I can still walk it through with the cabinet. Oh shit, my microphone just fell over. With the cabinet itself, and then uh <laughs> what? Why what? am I on this podcast again? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um should I do a video walkthrough describing the cabinet and giving the dimensions and everything, or should I sit down and try to put together an actual detailed plan? Which I one's think harder? Like a video. <laughs> Which one takes Which more time? The actual plan. That's what do that one. Yeah, there we go. Do that one <laughs> because it's harder. Yeah, do the hard one. <laughs> Fuck you both. Do so, the hard one. I do want everybody who emails in, everybody who uh, responds to us on Twitter, tell him to do a the hand plans. drawn, <laughs> hand drawn blueprint. He will hand draw every blueprint. He'll re- yeah, and hard bound it. No Xerox, us. no Xerox crap for this. No, 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 no. He's gonna have to hand draw. He's gotta do it. He's gotta do it in, in that pen. like that drafting paper, and it's yeah. all blue with the extra and with like graph and paper and, and um, scale to scale. And then it's gotta be in a in a portfolio folder. It may take I'm six to eight months to get it to you. Well, oh, no, wait. that's a good idea. Yeah, he should, he should frame, frame the first 100. No, he should frame all of them. All of them. <laughs> Every single Everybody one. Everybody who asks so for it he's gonna a hand draw copy. And he's, he has to hand, hand make the frames. I got a better idea. Why doesn't he go to everybody's house and build the TARDIS? He should Fuck build that. the TARDIS in their home. <laughs> yes. Exactly. He should live in their home for however many, for how, however how many long weeks it takes. How many them. weeks did it take you to build that? It took me like. Four months before it was painted. so okay. So Rich for Rain four will live in your we'll live house in your for home. four months, building you his cabinet tardis. I don't know if my wife would be happy about that. Or oh, your wife would come. be really happy. About that. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably praying that it happens right now. She's like, wait, so he wait, can go so you have a hundred tardises you have to build. You're going to be four hundred weeks. <laughs> four is the yeah, fifty-two a year. That's eight, yeah, it's eight, eight uh, years. Yeah. That's that's just well, enough I think time. Four weeks would probably be the beginning, but if he's doing it over the course of a year, where that's all he's doing, I'm sure he could get it. Oh, down he to could like knock three out weeks. Three, yeah, oh, like God, three yeah. weeks. Oh, you know, okay, yeah, but yeah. even after, you know, after okay. I get on a roll, I can get him out faster. Too. Hey, it's okay. You by the time you come back, your daughter will be starting middle school, <laughs> and you'll have all these people who haven't paid you. Yeah, no. to do this, <laughs> you'll have an insane yeah. target. You should totally do it. I think it. he is. Uh, We've uh, said it on air. That counts. Uh, honest truth, though, you should write it out because a laid out like instruction manual is much easier to follow than this is where I stapled on the <laughs> leveler to do the cabinet part Wait, you when I put on that off. shelf thing I did. I don't think anything on there wow. is stapled. You're, you're like a cabinet maker. That's, yeah, that's, no. <laughs> that's the most intensely. That level thing, I sta- stapled it. Onto the shelf what thing. I've seen Rich them. build things. Oh no, I'm, I'm not saying the credit. I'm not saying that Rich is looking at going. Hey, you've seen my TARDIS. It's... I've seen your TARDIS. It's a very nice piece. Thank you. There wow. are some goofy pieces to it. I've, uh, I've seen your TARDIS, and it's a nice piece. No, not his really tool. His TARDIS. That's gross. Is it? Is it, it is bigger on the inside? It is, on, it is bigger on no. the inside. No, that's a okay. shame. So, okay, so let. God almighty, what the fuck is wrong with this microphone You now? keep well, knocking it over, that's a problem. knocking it over. So Stop knocking let the over. fans over. Uh, let the fans weigh in. Oh, so no, no, we've decided <laughs> for you. Fans? The fans are going to weigh in. Every fan who mails, emails, texts, or Twitters. And with the number of people that listen to this show. Blueprints. <laughs> You'll blueprints. Have He's going to go to one house. Dude, you only got four to build. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're only going to be gone for four months tops. 
So let us know. Comment on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or however you listen to the podcast. Or you can email us at TARDIS at Nerdables.com. Really? It has its own email address? I made its own Good email Lord. address. Good Lord. Hey, I'm still waiting for your guys' uh, your, your bios to put up on the website. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We have to come up with cool names because that's the only way we're going to get our <laughs> own uh, email address. Yeah, mine's going to be Well, don't uh, worry. You guys will get the cool names. I'll just be Ethan. You're not Ethan. You're Last of Us. You're Sexy Saucy <laughs> Ethan. You're Last of Us Ethan. That actually makes perfect sense. The Last of Us? Last of Us Ethan. Okay, so he probably will be too. Yeah. Over the past years, it's been kind of nuts for us. We did past start years? Here. How long have we done year. this? Well, it feels like it it's feels been like years. about five years. <laughs> it feels like this episode's been years. I think we started this episode in 2013. <laughs> Jesus. God, it's true. So we've done the podcast, the website, which is... Not recording. Wait. Nothing recording. Wait, is it up higher? Is it scroll up? Let's hope so. Well, you, no, you're scrolling you on that. Okay. <laughs> Scared me there for a second. All right, let's everybody pause. For Wouldn't a be the first time. Okay, so 2013 has been pretty crazy for us. We started our podcast and our website, which has turned out to be a lot more work than I, you ever I, thought it would be. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, but we've made some fans. Oh, we dude. made some. <laughs> we made a fan. fan. We and have two kids who's in Ohio. Getting his own TARDIS. <laughs> who's getting his own TARDIS? You get Ritual. a TARDIS. <laughs> I think you get a TARDIS. Maybe he should build it here and then get and inside then drive of it. it. No, get inside of it and walk it to that fan's house. Oh, that's awesome. And then it has to spin the whole time. Well, you know what would be awesome is well, if it's it the, two, the, the two too. kids in Ohio. Shout out to the two kids in Ohio, right? Yes. There you go. Those kids should be the first customers of his TARDIS. And customers. he can walk to Ohio. You mean recipients. <laughs> There's no customers. The customers of his TARDIS. That's just There's no sound right at all. <laughs> Why? Well, apparently we've also made do that? a nemesis as well. Or at least he thinks he's our nemesis. Oh, God. That dude? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what? I did get an email requesting that we continue to play his clips. I don't know if the email came from Ethan, who seems to be in love with this dude. I don't know how to email. What are you talking about? But you know, before I play the clip, though, I do have to say that um, last time when you weren't on this show, yes. we, we, I have to ask you, are you Nacho Man? Because <laughs> you weren't here, and Nacho Man, you know, we had his call. Because mm-hmm. we, I originally thought dude, it might Travis, be Chris. Travis, you're totally Nacho Man. <laughs> I'm totally Nacho Man. <laughs> that was the one that said Travis and Nacho Man have never been seen in the same room together. Yeah, Uh-oh. that's true, isn't and it? Just like I said, artist. Myself, and I have a voice yeah. of myself artist. and Batman never seen in the same room together. That's true. I'm not saying I'm Batman, but I'm saying never been never been in the same room together. I've been in the same room with Batman. Yeah, I know. I saw you there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was good. Boom, chuck. Okay, so guys you guys want to hear Nacho Man's latest? What if we say no? What What if we don't want to hear Nacho Man? What if we <laughs> just want to skip? What, this if, we what if we're just like over. fuck Nacho Man? I've been waiting for six months for you to kick in Rich's door and kick his ass. The dude is Not walking yet. from North Dakota. Oh, you missed the last one. So apparently, remember how he was walking? We figured out at the in, cheese festival or something. Yeah, yeah. And we figured out exactly how long it would take him to get here. Yeah. Apparently, he ended up in Washington State. So he kept going west, <laughs> he but not west. south. We we, we discussed down. this. Well, I discussed he went this. due west north. Yeah, I discussed this at, at length in the last one because we tried to deconstruct Nacho Man's crusade. Because <laughs> we're kind of wondering what exactly <laughs> his He's beef an is. Idiot. <laughs> He's an idiot. That's the problem. 
What, me for trying to deconstruct? No, Nacho Man. <laughs> yeah. For going to freaking Washington. What, did he end up in Pullman or something? No, he was in a Walla He's in Walla Walla. Walla Walla. I was in Walla Walla once. Which sounds more like a bit because it is a funny name. It is a funny name. Yeah, I right got it. stuck there once trying to come home. Maybe for he's just throwing us off to make us think that it's taking him longer, but he's actually going to. Well, let's up. play this damn thing because well, okay, but after you I'm sick one, and tired gonna... of waiting for the door kick down. Well, this one I think it's going to sound more like a bit too. But anyways, here we go. Nope. <laughs> here we go. Well, hello, hi there, guys. Not too man is back. You know what? I thought I would go ahead and straight away from uh, my normal phone calls. Just to give you a little something special because of the holidays here. You see, the Nacho Man has decided to channel the holiday spirit. <laughs> you know? So I thought this time, I'm going to let you in on a little something special. You see, the Nacho Man is coming out with his new holiday CD. <laughs> Nacho Man sings the holiday hits, Pettin' Pendin'. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't try to steal it. Told you it sounds so like I'm going to go ahead and... Give you a couple samples of the songs no, that are going to be on my own. Okay. Have a holly jolly boot in your ass. It's the best time of my year. I don't know, but there be blows from my boot to your rear. Oh, like that one, huh? Brilliant. So let me give you another one here. <clears throat> I want to keep hearing that song. That was awesome. I got a gift. For you, my boot and your bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> you like that one, huh? Well, I've got one more special one because they know not all our listeners celebrate Christmas. <laughs> we so we need to sell the CD. Make sure that we get all the holidays into this section. So here's my special one. Oh, God. Just for our special listeners. <laughs> Just for our special listeners? See? <clears throat> Nacho, 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 he's gonna kick your ass. Nacho, 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 he's gonna go up to the top rope and hit that elbow drop and beat your ass down and get the Nerdables.com championship around his waist. Okay, that one still needs a little work on it. But I'm just letting you know, Holiday Hits by the Nacho Man is coming soon. As soon as I make it down to the Nerdables.com studio, yeah, I'm going to beat all it. your asses and uh-huh. make sure that goes up on the website. Okay? <laughs> Nacho Man is out. Oh, yeah, dig it. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I should say that not one person here has a dry eye because we're laughing so hard. Oh, man. What the hell just happened? <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I'm gonna have trouble deconstructing this one. No, please let's yeah, let's ahead. no let's break this Try down. Try to. Okay. So I obviously, mean, okay. So there's a lot what, of boot what was ass. His name? Dandy Savage. Yes. Okay. Dandy Savage. So Dandy Savage obviously has no love for the Jewish people because he really screws up. <laughs> he wrecked dreidel. up that. One. He wrecked <laughs> yeah. dreidel. You mean yeah. special people? He does call. Them uh, he calls people them special people. What an so, asshole! So we just want to. We just want to hey, say he that he did that, say he's working on it. So I mean. Yeah, but, but he worked right. on the other ones. He called them special people. He called yeah. them special people. So for all of our all of our Jewish all our friends Jewish out there, friends out there, know that the, the lo- anti-Semitic remarks by Nacho Man, Nacho Danny Man Salage, in no way, in no way represent how we feel, especially because no one here actually does that that voice at all, <laughs> at all in any way, shape, or form. Of God, but. Uh, you, I think, I think Travis, you and I are on the same page. I kind of want to hear that album. Then. I want to hear the album. 
I want I that see, that's, album. That's pretty strong. That could be the best holiday album, like comedy I mean, album. Besides, besides the Dreidel one. Yeah, the first two. But that, that might be up there with... Uh, besides the Dreidel one? No, no, like... Yeah. The Barking Dogs one? Seriously. Like Barking Dogs. The background should be Barking Dogs. It makes me think of Adam Sandler's... Uh, <laughs> uh, Eight Crazy Nights? Eight, uh, no, but the Hanukkah song. I mean, that's that's on par with Hanukkah song. You think the Dreidel one is on par with... No, 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 oh, no. The, the other, other ones? ones. Okay. The other ones. The first one, at least? Oh, yeah. That was money. That was money. So, Dandy... If you're listening, which come uh, kick Rich's ass already. No, 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 no. Dandy, if you're listening, which you are, stop what you're doing right now. Stop your track down here. (laughs) Find a recording studio. Seriously. And record that album right now. Find a backup band. Find a backup band. Have them play, you know, light strings. Light some acoustics. horns, yeah. some horns. Should you get? I don't, some know about, I don't know about horns. I think just light acoustics and maybe just a well, little. You do drum, like you do that drum. classic like Bing Crosby thing. You have the strings. And oh, the, I think it's it's gonna thing. it's gonna be classic no matter what. His yeah. Back. Oh well. Yeah. Either I mean, basically, you... as as of right now, White Christmas is the most played Christmas song in history. Ever. I'm pretty sure booting your ass or whatever. <laughs> holly, jolly, holly, holly jolly booting your ass. Holly jolly booting your ass. But I'll tell you this: If Danny Savage does a, a a cover of "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer," oh will, my god, I will kick his ass because that song is terrible. <laughs> that is the worst song ever. Grandma got ran over by my bootstrap. I don't know. I don't See, know how you do it. You don't have the magic that Danny Savage. I has. really don't. You can't. You can't just call the the show and all of a sudden start, you know, oh, waxing be, poetic about. It would be Grandma got hits. ran over by my elbow. There you go. It flew into her head like last Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> she flew into my nacho, nacho sauce last Christmas oh, Eve. That's, oh. that's gross. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. The elbow to the head. That's how grandma got ran over. So now we're encouraging him. To I'm <laughs> totally encouraging him. I want this CD. This is, this is a CD. I want I want a 10-song Christmas CD album. comes with the TARDIS. Oh! <laughs> there we Dude, go. Dude, Dandy. Dandy. I'm gonna manage Mr. you. Nacho Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna manage your music career. <laughs> there are plenty of studios in LA. <laughs> we'll take you there. We'll record as soon as possible. Dude, you have a recording booth. You can record I have the a recording booth. Right in, in he your, can record the vocals at my booth. Right in your place. <laughs> wow. I will open the door for you. You don't have to kick it in. <laughs> Plus, he'll probably take away from your deposit, right? Because you don't want him to kick in the door, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, dude, I want that <laughs> album. Way to get really serious, right? You know that. <laughs> no, now, right? you don't want to <laughs> kick in the door, Travis, because that's going to hurt your deposit on the apartment. You're not going to get the deposit back if you have this to replace the door. This is going to be trouble exactly. for you. Yeah. It's and not the manager gonna is going to be really upset. He's going to be very upset, Travis. Your landlord As does not really appreciate. Would you shut up and let As me finish? As a friend, <laughs> I'm, co- I'm concerned. Would you about shut the hell up and let me finish? Apparently, you're concerned with your voice changing, too. What are you talking about? Wow. Oh, that's awesome. So um, I still want Dandy Savage to put his boot up your ass. Yeah? Yeah. I hope I he do. comes with pictures instead. I, I just wanted to do the CD. The hell with, <laughs> the hell with all the, this other crap. I think crap. the violent part of this bit is over. So We just need about, to go to the music. It's about love. Yeah, he can do that. Maybe some Michael Jackson songs. So oh, what do you think? Maybe beat some it? old school. Beat it is yeah, built beat it, for him. Beat it with my boot. Or beat it with my <laughs> boot up your ass. Exactly. Starting something? So... If he does this album, gotta be starting something. Yeah. If if he does oh this album, wait wait wait. If he does this album, hey, we're watching we al- Poetic on Michael Jackson. Let's calm down, okay? Will we allow him to be on the show? Like come in and sit in on the show? No, we're just gonna play the album. We're just gonna play the <laughs> music. I'm telling you what, a hell of a lot more people are gonna listen to that wait, than listen to this. Crap. Are we, That's true. <laughs> are we gonna Agreed. do an artist unplugged version where he's gonna sing like in the studio, acapella, like with a guitar? 
Just that would be awesome. Here, a live studio performance. Depends. Do you think he can play guitar? <laughs> I don't know. We, we gotta ask Nacho. Man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he I can play. I wonder if he can play guitar, man. Ethan. I wonder. I wonder if he can pluck the strings. Maybe we'll ask him when he comes in here. Yeah, maybe we will. So, anyways, just don't kick down the door because there's a deposit on this place too, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this place is also uh, rented. So please, as a concerned friend, I, I wanted to make sure that we discussed the deposit. So, anyways, there were some movies in 2013. Let's were try to get back on topic here. That was a statement. <laughs> there were some movies in 2013. Moving on. <laughs> Let's get back on topic here, please. We were on topic. We were on topic. <laughs> we were very holiday. on topic. Holiday albums. Holiday. Nacho Man. The end. Okay, I have a question about the 2013, 2014 movies. Um, does it feel like that we are skipping, like, all of 2013 was talking about 2015 movies? Like, we've com- what? completely skipped over the movies coming out next summer or next year. I know that's not true because I've gotten your text messages at 1 o'clock in the morning about... <laughs> Captain America, Captain America, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. Check out my new Facebook picture. But doesn't seem like (laughs) at least since. (laughs) Yeah, I called your ass out on that one. You didn't read the comment that I wrote, did you? I don't need to. Which, which, by the way, the comment I wrote. um, I wish I were actually recording a holiday CD for the Winter Soldier. (laughs) I bet he is. I bet he is. The comment that I read. I love him so much. Christmas love song for the Winter Soldier. The Joss Joss Wheaton's channel. made a comment back to me or put a like or some shit on there about on Facebook that uh, responding to my comment about what my winter soldier picture I put up. So. Is there anything else you want to crow about <laughs> for the rest of this? No. Okay. Good. Um, so more about me. Yeah, I know. Right. It's, but no, it just, it really, to me, it feels like since, since Comic-Con, all we've talked about or people online and everybody have been talking about are star Wars episode seven, Batman versus Superman. That's not a 2013 phenomenon. That's that's a that's a modern, phenomenon for all that's of a modern movies. culture. But it seems phenomenon. to be it seems to be escalating. Jurassic this year Park. More it'll so. always continue escalating. That's the way it'll media always be. It's, it's the articles media, in Entertainment media, Weekly media. this week about yeah. the fact that we're not talking about films that come out in the next this twelve year. months. We're talking about films next but, year. We'll be talking about 2016 and 2017. Yeah, it's the push to the next year. Six months before Avengers Two's open. Avengers Two. <laughs> Avengers hey, Two. You're yeah, no, I finally screwed it up. Finally got you. Six months before Avengers Two opens, all we'll be talking about is what's going to happen with Avengers. Avengers Three, 3. holy shit, that's the I mean, real Infinity I know, Gauntlet. I know that we've talked about this, like you know, before a movie comes <laughs> it out. Probably is, yeah. <laughs> it probably, yeah. We, let's just talk about Avengers Three. Okay, let's, let's go, go to go Infinity Gauntlet. So they actually find it. Find oh, what? Well, wow, we weren't talking about it. You're so, you're, mm. That was terrible. <laughs> let's 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 stick to doors and deposits. Fuck you. <laughs> Okay. But Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, Nobody talks see, about Amazing Spider-Man 2. That movie's begun. Well, I think we've already the people, seen the movie. Days of Future Past. The people Woo! who did Amazing Spider-Man 2 don't seem to be talking about Amazing oh. Spider-Man 2. Well, they were already shown the movie in the trailer, didn't they? They show you pretty much everything yeah, that's sure, okay. in the movie. Yeah, okay, so... So let's talk about movies of 2013. Let's, let's, let's talk about not only a year not talk reflection. about 2014 or 2015. Let's talk about let's go this back past year. Let's jump in the DeLorean. Let's go back to January 1st of 2013 and look ahead. Let's just predict what the number one movie is going to be. Okay. What do you think the number one movie of 2013 is going to be? <laughs> 
Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. Iron Man 3. How much do you think it'll make? I, I think mean, it's going to make somewhere around $400 million, maybe about 410 I'm going to tell you exactly what it makes. $409,013,994. That's amazing. Wow, you're so close, Travis. Thank you Preskin, very much. Bitch. Travis, hey, I was the one who said it. You went over, so you know you don't win anything. I went over? Yeah. I said 409 to 410 you bastard. Well, if it was the prices right, you'd be over and you'd mm-hmm. lose the showcase. Great. Okay, so what bom, do you think bom, number bom, two bom. is going to be? Probably think... the Hunger Games. The number two is going to be a surprising in the Hunger Games because it released in November. Yeah, Ooh, that movie made that's three hundred and ninety-one million dollars in eight weeks. In, in in two months, in two months, that's it amazing. made almost what Iron Man made. That's amazing. It's unbelievable. This is despicable me too. Why don't you let me read it? Stop saying so Let's let's go through the top ten. Let's let's Iron Man three a little over five four hundred nine million dollars. Number two film of 2013 is Hunger Games 2 Catching Fire with a little over $391 million. Three is Despicable Me 2, $367 plus. Superman Man of Steel is number four at $291 plus. Number five is Monsters University. Sorry, that's actually you, surprised me. I didn't realize it was that No, I had no idea. Oh, you didn't know it was that big? I didn't know it was that big. I didn't it know it was really big, well. but I didn't realize it was number five. It did really well. Um, just almost $269 million. Number six is Gravity, again. A movie that one like okay, six weeks. Gravity was great, and holy crap! Yeah, but part the of the money that movie did. Uh, yeah, we're gonna holy stop right shit. there. But look at that number. Think of why that movie is 3D IMAX. Mm-hmm. Each one of those tickets yeah. is twenty bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the things that movie, and it's and this it's is great. Where, when in everyone's 3D. like, "Oh, 3D, 3D, 3D," right? You have to make the movie specifically for 3D, and that's what Gravity did. That's really what well. they did. They, they did made it, specifically it much for like that. Avatar. They made it a, an event. For 3D that in a type big of movie, yeah, and it made it the number six film of the year, uh, two hundred and fifty-four and a half million dollars. Number seven again, a late movie, Frozen, yeah, two hundred forty-eight million dollars, which has actually changed because now Frozen is over three hundred million. Well, and number one, but that's in two thousand. Right, we're just talking yeah. about the year. For grosses, grosses, December, December thirty-first. But Frozen, uh, one of the only movies in history, uh, back at number one in the box office this last weekend. In its seventh week, yeah, yeah. which is and it had been replaced which, and then come back, yeah. Well, it also shows you the dearth of movies that come out in the first. But week see, the other thing is, it's only dropped, January is a drudge. It only dropped down to number two, and it beat out Paranormal Activity, the new Paranormal Activity, or whatever the hell the new one is, which is surprising because th- all of those movies have been, you know, yeah, but not not, not recently that 30, 40 million dollar range that was going to beat Frozen. Continue with the list. Number eight is Fast and Furious. Number six, two hundred thirty-eight point six million dollars. Number nine, Oz the Great and Powerful, a movie everybody forgot, $235 million. They should. It was and horrible. number 10, Star Trek Into Darkness at 228 and a little bit wow, more than that. Um, not making the top 10. We have Thor 2, which came in at 11. World War Z was 12. And The Hobbit Desolation of Smog was already 13th with $190 million. And it Obviously, has already still... gone over 200. Oh, yeah. It's, gonna, yeah, it's, it's over 200 now. It'll still going up. But, but it's still it's 2013. Of... But that is that was... The last big movie that was released. I mean, we're yeah, Desolation like was the yeah. last that was one. Also that like was after two weeks everything before else. the end of the year. Yeah, so. and also as as we have a note here is that Iron Man three showed in over four thousand theaters, and Smog didn't oh, get to was 4, under theater. four thousand. And also, it's a nine hour movie, so there's less showings in a day. Um, Iron Man's forty two hundred theaters were also the most screens a movie showed in two thousand thirteen. So, does that mean that more? It theaters? doesn't necessarily mean more theaters equals more money. It means they. If going back to Marvel having more avenues to put things out. Well, sure. I think it's if you have a big film and you put it in more theaters, you will make works. a crap ton but more money. Let's let's face it. We live in a fairly metropolitan a- area. When's the last time you saw a movie sell out? What was the last movie you went to that was sold out before you went? In LA? 
anywhere. Almost all of those on the list. You've actually gone to the movie theater and that th- that movie was sold out before Correct. you got there. Okay. Now, this is first weekend. This is opening weekend. Oh, just any. I have I have not run into a sold out oh. movie in so the last Oh no, I take that back. I went to see Anchorman 2 on Christmas Day and I was shocked that the three sold selling, out. I, I I hadn't been to a movie on Christmas Day so in decades. Going to the areas in the more downtown metropolitan Los Angeles area, Burbank, Sherman Oaks, Hollywood, and Santa Monica, most of those theaters opening weekend for most of those theaters or most of those shows, you got maybe one in the morning that didn't sell out or really? one oddball at night. The rest of them were Interesting. were completely wiped out. So here's the crazy thing. Five of those 11 top movies mm-hmm. are You're Disney. About to say five of the top, five of the 11 top 10. <laughs> five of the 11 top movies are Disney owned films. Yeah. Disney Disney umbrella films. Yep. What was Disney's number? Something like four billion dollars or something like that. That's insane. It was yeah. It's insane. Well, hell, Thor. I mean, uh, Iron Man three did over a billion dollars so worldwide. So Marvel, anyways. Pixar, and Disney. Those three are all Disney, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which they, gave them enough oh. money to buy Lucasfilm. Yeah, holy, just this year. Think of it. Yeah, the. the I mean, obviously year. that's not pure profit. That's no. pure money. But you look at it. If it if that's true, I mean, I don't remember the number, but I thought it was something like three and a half or four billion dollars. Unbelievable. That's what they paid for Lucasfilm. Unreal. Yeah. It was close. it was like around three or four billion. That was wait till the, wait till they buy uh, Tolkien's estate. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy crap! I'm, I'm expecting them to actually buy Hasbro before long. They're just gonna buy you. They're just gonna start buying people. <laughs> Joseph, they already do. You have to go to the movies today, but I don't want. I don't to. want to go on you. Oh damn it! They already do. I, mean, I don't want to see Iron Man. Look at my family. All right, look at since my daughter was born, they own us. That's your fault. Here's the other thing with this though: you have 11, 12, 13, whatever films, right? Uh-huh. In any other year, I would tell you that I would probably have gone to at least three of those films more than once. I saw one of those films more than once in the movie theater. And which and was movie was it? Star Trek. Interesting. It was the only movie I saw more than once. The only and one I saw more than once was Iron Man 3. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, dude, there's actually a lot of films on there I didn't see. I didn't Does see, it count that I, I haven't see gone games, and seen? I didn't see... <laughs> Like I saw, you were too busy sitting at home playing Last of Us. Last of Us. Last of Us. Last of Us. Oh Oh my God! The greatest game he never played. Speaking (laughs) of games, gaming. 2013 also brought us the next gen in video gaming. Hey, PlayStation 4 and Xbox, which is actually a lot like the last gen in video gaming. No shit. Uh, also, no, it's not. I, that's kind of that a lie. Angry. The next, the next game of <laughs> wow. The next, the next gen of video gaming actually started with the Wii U. If we're being honest about it, but you have, you have such a boner for that thing. <laughs> the Wii U. Yes. No. You I were. Don't. Oh no, you were all over that when we did that E3 one. Like the Wii U was first. Just so you know, the next gen of gaming was the UU. Just so you guys know. The UU. Just so you know. The UU. The Wii U. You were wearing oh, a Wii U. U shirt. You had the Mario hat on. <laughs> His shirt said Wii U for life. So, Travis, you want to tell us the top 13? No, that's the, the tat that's on his chest. <laughs> you want to tell us the top video games Shigeru of 2013? Shigeru Miyamoto for life. <laughs> <laughs> you know his name. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I? I'm the video game guy. Uh, so, for our top 10 games of 2013, it should come as no surprise that either Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto hit it, and it is Grand Theft Auto Five. It actually took the top two spots because... Uh, VG charts breaks them down into uh, which system, system it goes out for. So Grand Theft Auto V for the PS3 outsold the Xbox 360 version by 3 million units. 
uh, did a total of 15.2 million on the PS3 and 12.8 million on the 360. Dang. So that's that's units. That's units. That's how, how much, many how much copies. Is that game? 60 bucks? And that game started at 59.99 and then dropped down to 54.99 and is now hovering around 49.99. So at the very least it's 50. They sold a million over a million copies in the first day. In the first day. Yep. First day they sold a million. Oh, I knew that. At That's 60 like at, with tax about 65 bucks. That's a lot of little kids that want to beat up prostitutes. That is No, true. no, no. You can torture people in it too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. there's some torture. Oh. Or just run Yeah, up. my friend's wife actually walked in on the torture and ran out of the room. <laughs> 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 she just walked in. What oh, the God, hell is no. going on? And she just walked in. Oh, and both of us like, you don't want to see this. And then she ran away. And then, you know, you hit the X button and you pull out that guy's tooth or whatever it was. Yes, yes. It's a well, lovely yeah. scene. So bouncing in at number three, kind of cutting in between all the big ticket tape parade boys, is Pokemon XY for Pokemon the 3DS. Pokemon is huge. Huge! I had no idea. Pokemon it's is still, gigantic no, and it has never when gone they, away. When they never released, at least in, in terms of a game, yes. When they released that game, like almost everybody, like all the cosplayer pages that I follow and all the junk on my sure. Facebook, it's just Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. 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 I Pokemon, need Pokemon, Charizard Pokemon. Gold or whatever it is because you have to like whatever find stuff. Wow, is that game huge? So yeah. apparently they've run out of colors and now they've gone to the letters. They've the gone alphabet. to the letters. So Pokemon XY for the 3DS is that the chromosome eight point three. Well, one is X and one is Y. So there's a there's a male oh. and a female. You got it. No, that's not true. <laughs> but yes. Sold 8.3 million units. So that comes in at kind of number two or number three, depending on how you break it down. Wait, number, real quick. Is this worldwide or is this North America? This is North America okay. specifically. This is for the U.S. Uh, for number four and number five, there's Call of Duty Ghosts or better known as Call of Duty Dogs. Uh, those sold. The number one was... Call of Duty Ghosts for the Xbox 360, which was 6.6 million, mm -hmm. and then the PS3 went 5.8 million. Following that one up is the worldwide global phenomenon of football, which is FIFA Soccer 14. Goal! He beat me to it. <laughs> I thought you were doing it, and then he pulled it off before you. Wow. It sold 4.3 million copies for FIFA 14. Each one came with a free Vuvuzela. Fifteen will be higher because it'll be a uh, World Cup year. Because always the World Cup years. No, because the World Cup ones always suck compared to the normal ones. They always try to do something special, with it, and true. the game sucks. Number seven, we are giving to Ethan. I don't know. Let me guess. Last of Us. The Last of Us comes in at number seven for the PS3, selling three point eight million copies. Did not sell on any other platform. Only PS3. That's because it one of the, it was their exclusive title because it's a Sony Computer Entertainment. Correct. But that's interesting because that is our uh, that is number two as far as like exclusive only titles. The 3DS one is the only. But you the know other what's right. even more interesting is out of those 3.8 million copies, none of them are mine. Yeah, you're the one who talks the about biggest it more proponent than for it. <laughs> Never bought it or game. played it. This game is amazing. It's gonna be greatest awesome. game ever. Greatest game ever. Have you played it? No, no, no played I don't know. I don't know. You should have listened to the last show I was on. It was amazing. Ten I months out. Like, How was it? And he's like, Oh, I haven't played. I it. I don't know. <laughs> Ten <laughs> months out from the game. It's an amazing game. It's an amazing, an amazing game. Are you the sure? Storyline is. Did you open it? I have played it. The storyline is the best part of it. Number eight is Animal Crossing New Leaf for the 3DS. We ha now have two titles for the 3DS on there. It sold at 3.6 million copies, mm -hmm. followed by FIFA Soccer 14 for the Xbox 360, uh, coming up at 3.1 million copies. Uh, then we bounce to another DS title, 
It's Monster Hunter 4 for the 3DS. That sold mm. 3.1 copies at number 10. Number 11, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon for the 3DS. 3.04 oh, no. copies. That would be Mario. Pathetic. That was terrible. <laughs> Once again, you linked Zelda. Zelda linked. Mm. Number 12 on the list <laughs> was <laughs> Minecraft for the Xbox 360, I which is kind no, of amazing to me. I have no idea why that game is so popular. But that's just me. Because you blow stuff up in it? Uh, you didn't uh, include the rest of them. It, it, it was actually an 18-page report of the yes, top 100. The reason I thought it was... <laughs> the reason I didn't think I we needed was, to go through no, 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 all No, no, no. We didn't need them. to go through all 100. But something that's interesting about it is some of them were touted games. Some of the games that were... Uh, more critically acclaimed and uh, were, in my opinion, better games than some of the ones on the well, top here's the 12. Thing. If you notice, Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock was not Infinite on there. is not on there. Halo 4, not, not on, on there. there. They Holy were crap, down, you're right. Halo 4 was down in the 80s. Assassin's Bioshock Creed. Bioshock Infinite, Infinite Halo in the 4 90s. Halo 4 was released in the 80s? Yes. <laughs> Assassin's Creed was Assassin's Creed there. Black Flag comes in in the mid-40s, mid-30s. Now, also, Black Flag came out around Christmas, but... So did Call of Duty Ghost. So it's right. interesting. Battlefield 4 was out of the top 20. So it's really interesting that some of the more touted, bigger, critically acclaimed games didn't break the top 10 mm. yeah. of sales. Wow. So anyways, um, comic books. Somebody's getting drunk tonight. <laughs> I think we all I think we all started up. out pretty Let's much. Let's go. Our, our, getting? Our pregame show was pretty much... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, comic books, Chris. You are comic book guru or comic book guy. Guru? Guru. God, you are guru. 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 You are. Messed I'm not up. sure what that title is, but I don't think guru. I want guru. it. Guru. 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 I was gonna go there. God, wow. I'm stealing everybody's thunder today. <laughs> this what was that? What the hell was that? Okay, turn off Rich's mic, Chris. No, turn off my mic. Go ahead, comic book guy. Wow. No, comic book guy is a character on a TV show. Which, by the way, have you seen Simpsons Legos? Yes. The house is it real? Yeah, oh my god, it's real. Yeah, it's real. I'm still buying that. Yeah, and like it, it opens it up. Comes and you have the stuff yeah, it, like, it, yeah, it comes with everybody. Yeah, it comes with everybody and Ned Flanders. Yeah, and the car. Hadley Ho. So that's, that's all I'm excited. I don't want to talk about comics anymore. All no, I want to talk about Legos. You guys, if you didn't watch Lego. last night's. Speaking because we were just on the movies and everything. If you didn't watch last night's Simpsons, you really should have. And I've got it taped if you guys want to watch it, but. It was all about, you know, Hollywood, big budget films, piracy, and everything. It was yes. He's on his cell phone. He's sexting. He's texting. It was one of the she brought best, a baby to a nine p.m. It was yeah. one of the best Simpsons in years. So back to comic books. Back comic books. Comic. Well, I think we get back to something we didn't start on. Um, so we put together a top ten. Well, I put together a top ten. Um, it's terms of how big, important, buzzworthy. It's not based purely on sales. Um. I appreciate that kind of list. Well, yeah, sales numbers with comics are always kind of wonky anyway, especially since so many books were huge because of returnability and stuff for Image. So we're going to we're gonna go kind of backwards. We're going to start with a 10A, and we're going to talk about Superman Unchained number one. Superman Unchained number uh, was released by DC Comics. It's Scott Snyder, who's the writer of Batman. They're probably their most successful uh, – not probably. Their most successful title easily. Um, Batman, that is. Batman, yeah. yeah. Not uh, Superman. Jim Lee doing the art, who mm -hmm. still holds some cash. And the title did well, but I think um, it really felt like a lot of people were underwhelmed by it. And so it's 10A. It's kind of a not-so-positive thing. Is that because Superman books in general have kind of lost their luster? It's, um, 
it could be part of it, and that's part of the reason that I think they hired Scott Snyder to do it, is they had somebody to get some oomph behind try it. Try to get some oomph behind it, and it may be it's probably the reason that it should be on there is actually the idea that Superman as a character um, can't even be quote unquote saved by a, uh, a a creator. But if you go out and read Action Comics twenty six by Greg Pak and Aaron Kurth, that's the Superman I've been waiting for. That's a great Snyder point. and Lee. I mean, that's a that sounds like a great combination. The thing is. Snyder still holds cash, but Lee doesn't. It's yeah. just that the name is still there, and DC, I think, still believes in that name. Obviously. Jim Lee? Yeah. Jim Lee? Well, eh. yeah, that's, that's the thing. Is, is eh. A lot of people who that name would be important to are not collecting comics anymore. That's very true. So He was the 80s, 90s. Yeah, you see the guy that did... He's not the guy that did X Men. You know, he's the guy that oh, he did Justice League. He did that Batman title for a little while. He did mm-hmm. Superman before. That's the other thing. It's not his first time on Superman. He's done Superman before when he did the Ed Brubaker one. Right. Uh, not uh, Brian Azzarello. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's kind of the bad one. So going backwards with number ten, uh, recently released is Harley Quinn number zero. Now, Ooh. Harley Quinn number zero is on here for two reasons. One, it's a villain centric book. It'll be the only quote unquote villain um, ongoing title from DC. But it also received a lot of controversy because of the one panel tryout, and it's yeah the the mm-hmm. tryout contest to do one panel in which Harley, which supposedly is in a dream sequence, offs herself. Yes, it's a which, suicide maybe. Yeah, but it was also asked for doing masturbation. Suicide prevention month. It had nothing to do with masturbation. It had zero to do with masturbation. God, it was a joke. You're terrible you know. tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so big book. <laughs> also, the fact Harley Quinn Zero takes a lot of chances because it's a book that's told completely through the fourth wall. The book is narrated by Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmati as each artist does a page. Right. As a quote, this is supposedly a tryout book for Harley's new book that's coming out. Exactly. When number one was released a month later. So it's a big book. It's got a character that's extremely popular. She's had a series before. It lasted 30-odd issues, 40-odd issues, I Didn't think. Didn't go very long. Well, she's but also been one of the lead characters in Suicide Squad. She's been lead character in Suicide Squad, but it's still not her book. She's had a book before, and those books are huge, by the way, in the back issue markets, if you can find them. They're insane. Um, number nine is Uncanny Avengers 14. Put Uncanny mm-hmm. Avengers 14 on there, not because it had anything really big, except that it does, and it was one of the few events that didn't get spoiled. <laughs> It doesn't have anything big. But in the but sense it does. Of it didn't have anything big in that it didn't affect the entire Marvel U. But right. two major characters die in Uncanny Avengers 14. And it was the only major event for the entire year that I actually did not have spoiled before I read the book. Mm. It was the only one in which nobody seemed to get the scoop beforehand and release it at least in a platform that I saw. Right. You know, like I try to stay away from this. It. Yeah, CBR like, try to stay away from this it. type of stuff as, as much as I can. But was able to stay away with just casual perusing of the internet or what have you, was able to stay away from two major characters buying it in the middle of that book. But do yeah. you think that's because Uncanny Avengers is more, it's an, it's an isolated book compared to the rest of the universe that was going on? It doesn't matter. Infinity no matter what, no matter what book it is, whether it's isolated, whether it's infinity, whether it's forever evil, whether it's Superman or whatever, major events in comics, the internet has ruined comics completely. Major oh, yeah. events in comics have all been Release revealed beforehand. Stuff. Big time. You have, well, you look here's back what's to, coming. You go back to AVX last year, and uh-huh. the death of Charles Xavier was released three weeks before the book. Hey, Charles is going to die. Well, hey, here's um, a picture of him, so you know it's him. The Deadpool marriage thing has been going on you know, all over the internet right now. I'm sure that's going to end up getting spoiled before it happens. So, so you're reinforcing his point. I know, I know, I, mm. I am, but I'm just saying for something like 
a title that is, you know, it, it, it's not like it was an event that was going on that was encompassing the entire Marvel Universe. A, a big event like Infinity or Fear Itself or AVX or something like that where you're going to have a lot more people talking about it. This is, you know, this is an event that's taking place with the people that are only reading, you know, Uncanny Avengers. Mm-hmm. Which, that's what I was trying to explain or trying to ask was, do you think that's why people weren't paying as much attention to it as far as spoilers and whatnot because it is a book that if you're not reading the title you're not going to care too much about that could be a big part of it i think i mean it does it does seem like uh, it's one of the smaller books that are out by marvel so i think i mean it's a big book and it's right but yeah connected to all the other avengers books got tied up in infinity right Right. uncanny avengers doesn't rick remender is allowed to do his story yeah and there's a huge beat in the middle of this i mean there's there's two major deaths which have huge ramifications for his own title and should have ramifications throughout the entire marvel u no one else has touched on it yet and it's just like i said we put it in there because it was buzz afterwards it wasn't leading up to it It yeah it wasn't like within the next week going holy crap did you see who bought it in uncanny avengers right um and obviously, it's been such a, a well-kept secret that I haven't really, uh, I'm not even saying it here. Because <laughs> there's probably a lot of people who haven't seen it. That's, yeah, I was like, don't, don't ruin. Don't no, ruin. That's good. Uh, number eight, we put Saga 13. Um, I love that book. That's why I put it on there. Saga God, 13 is that Saga. it's still continuing. Every six issues, he takes a break um, and allows uh, Fiona Staples to catch up. Oh. Also, he recharges his batteries. For those you don't know, um, Brian K. Vaughn, the writer, is working on Under the Dome right. by CBS. And why? So Just do Saga. It's better. I can't, no, I kind of like Why? I'll idea. tell you why. You know how much money he makes yeah. for Under oh, the yeah, Dome? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I understand. I understand. But, uh, but you, don't, you don't have that also of getting burned out of doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Well, he's already done that. That's the reason why Saga right. is such a success is because he went away from comics for so long because he yeah. got burned out on doing comics. He wanted to do something else. So it's just Saga, Saga 13 is so on there good. because it's a huge book. It's it a is. huge book. Oh, my God. But it, it's still strong. It's still continuing to be strong. Obviously, it still has its fans. It still brings people in. It's one of the books that I think people come in to just get that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's also one of those books that will bring in a lot of female readers, too. It can. It's tr- actually the most people I've I mean, turned it's, on to If you really look at it, it's, it's Romeo and Juliet, but they don't kill each other. Right. right. Um, or kill themselves, I guess. No. Number seven, I have a tie. Uh, is Dark Horse's two big releases, Star Wars number one and Lucas Draft number one, which is kind right. of ironic that it comes out. You know, in the same show where we're talking about Dark Horse losing the license. Right. But Star Wars was released about a year ago, um, sold out almost instantaneously, almost everywhere it went. It was drastically under ordered. Um, Star Wars featured a return to the Galactic Galactic Civil War Mm storyline after the Battle of Yavin. Yep. Something that hadn't been done in years. And and featured, featured, hold on, these are the characters. Right. Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewbacca. Wait, who? Wait, who? Exactly. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Uh Uh-huh. He was in the movies. You saw him in the background, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. And then it's the sister that he tried to bang. Right, they like kiss at some point, right? Okay, just like French kiss each other. Yeah, and she's like, and then they have the guy that Indiana Jones played him. Indiana Jones, yeah, yeah. And then they have the gigantic walking carpet. And the okay, okay, I totally know who you're talking about now. So putting and Wedge and Tilly's, putting those four characters together in that time frame, huge success. Something that Dark Horse for some reason didn't really do for a long time. Twenty five years, and here's the. Well, it's not been 25 years. They've done stuff. You get what I'm there. saying. They had Empire and Rebellion. It's but been that's a the long thing. time. They'd it's had, been a long they had time. They had series set in that spot before. They had had Empire and Rebellion. But they didn't go to the but big they protagonist. weren't successful as this that. series was. Yeah. yeah, because this is actually continuing the story after the Battle of Yavin, leading up Yavin. to leading up to finding Nemo. The, 
<laughs> you deserved it. Wow. Finding okay. you hung no. for too long. <laughs> I know I did. Finding their hidden base on Hoth. Well, we'll see if we get to that anymore. I don't think we're going to get to that anymore. He's only issue twenty-four. Nope. Um, and then cut. as the tie, we put the Lucas draft. Yeah, dude. this is a comic based on Han Solo Green Lizard style, mm-hmm. and which we still haven't gotten to. <laughs> no, that's in number four. That's in four, dude. Read your okay. comics, bro. Oh, I, so God damn, yo. God damn, yo. Read your know, comics, yo. I don't know if I have I don't know. When was yet. the last time you went to the shop? Good question. Two weeks um, ago. Womp, womp. The Lucas draft was probably one of the last things that Dark Horse could do to get a whole lot of buzz. Something yeah. different, something they'd never done before. Something you know, they've never can't been say, shown to Star Wars fans. We do, you know, oh, we're going to do a book way in the past. We've done that. We're going to do a book way in the future. We've done that. So they've yeah. done something. Very different. It's a lot of fun stuff. because you get to see a lot of characters. If anyone's read the making of Star Wars, if you look at the rough draft yeah. that's in that book, you see a lot of names that don't show up for another 20 years when he does right. the prequels and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's cool to see that in there. It's, you get some Macquarie art in there. It's really well done. Old-ass Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, and then the number zero just came out, which has a lot of the design work in it, too. So if it's something like, oh, even nice. if you're not following the series, I suggest picking up zero. Oh, I, I didn't even not. know Zero just came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I put the Zero it. because they they put a a break between four and five to allow, right. to allow, yeah. to allow Mike Mayhew to catch up. Number six of Batman twenty one. This starts the year zero for Scott Snyder. Ooh. Yet another Scott Snyder long storyline for Batman. It's twelve issues broken into three different parts of four. Mm. He's got he's a Drag long storyteller. Dude. Drag it out. Have you ever seen? Have you ever gone to like a panel or have you ever listened to an interview? Like I can talk. <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> And he wants to tell you the whole story, too. I saw him at WonderCon. He was talking about this story, and he pretty much gave away the ending. Oh, my it God. It was amazing It was because he can't stop talking. It's yeah. awesome. Um, but definitely has an Gotta excitement Got to love the passion for it. For it. But it's, it starts a, a major thing. There is that year zero versus zero year. There is something iconic in those words attached to Batman. Obviously, Frank Miller did zero, you know, year zero or year yeah, one in this year case. Year one, yeah. Year one, but that year part of it, you had year one, which was really successful. Year two was really successful beforehand. This is Snyder's way of kind of tweaking, not necessarily the origin of Batman, no, but, but the, the early start, part, the, the early startup. part of it. Yeah. yeah. And but it's it, also, and it, it it's on there because away it, from, it doesn't take away from no, it. No, and that was one of the, that was definitely one of his goals in doing it. He stated that he didn't want to walk all over Miller's yeah, which yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, that, I love that because to me, that's the best Batman story that's of all time. The, that's well, the to, story. To many people, you know, the Miller is the Miller is yeah. like the story. That's yeah. the that's the structure. The it's the work. it's the the Miller one is the basis of Nolan's films. That's where exactly, he from. The exactly. Tone is there. Uh, number five, we have Sandman Overture. Number one, hey, Sandman coming back, comes back again. Many many years. Neil Gaiman doing the book. Um, I'm glad he brought it back. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wish that he would. Uh, Move a little faster. Just get it going. Yeah. Because he's actually, writing actually get it out. <laughs> now he's that also it's writing back. Doctor Who episodes, so give him a break. Maybe he shouldn't be writing Doctor Who episodes. No, he doesn't. Go ahead yeah. and do. Maybe, no. maybe he, should he should write more Man. Doctor Who episodes because some of his are the, some of the best ones. Well, most of the fam- people I know would say anything with Doctor Who connected to Stephen Moffat's crap anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter. Really interesting. Uh, number four <laughs> is Walking Dead number 115. Uh, the reason we put that on there, Walking Dead still going strong as a comic. 115 is the start of a 12-part story. It's the largest connected storyline that, that Kirkman done. has ever done. Yeah, for it's that a, book at yeah, all. It'll be a year-long story. I mean, obviously, it's always a continuing book, but this is yeah. one thematic story, 12 parts. That's huge. very specific. Got a midnight to, release. Yeah. was one of the few titles that got a midnight release this year. You know, The other ones were, were big um, event titles like Infinity or Age of Ultron. Um, but Walking Dead, still huge. Those it's books gigantic. Are still huge. Books so and the show. It's, it's yeah. just going to keep keep growing. It's going to yeah. build and build and, and build. And, and I think also to do something like this now with the, with the popularity of the show, that the 
book could be seen as waning by some people, and it's not. No. He's still got a huge story to tell, and he's going to do it in a, you know his way, the way that he wants to do it. He obviously has complete control over this. So he said we put it in there because it's a big book because it starts a big storyline. Walking Dead's book. also one of the only media crossovers that's worked where you know you've had people that are it's not one of, that's it. it. That has had comic book fans that have started with the comic book and gone on to the show and vice versa, watch the show and then yeah, the vice versa part's the one I'm talking about. Right. The, the comic fans go into the show. That's that's, that's normal. normal. That's expected. But the vice versa. The is people very watching rare. the show, much much rarer than people books, think. Yeah, there's not a happens. lot of people that much, went to see Thor two and like, happens. oh, I got to pick it up. I should go read Thor now. But nope. it, not, it, it happens with a big success, but not on this scale. No, nothing not on, this, on this, scale. this scale. There's there's wide reports of of shop owners that say that people will walk riot. in and start picking up. Yes, riot, <laughs> right? I'm in my Walking Dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> so number three, number three, wasn't in there. We have one of the two big events for Marvel. We went. I went with Infinity because I thought it was a much stronger event. Than Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was very good, but its tie-ins really didn't work it's for me. Whereas, no, they didn't really Infinity, wasn't. Infinity also, the tie-ins were massively important in terms yeah. of Avengers. I mean, it, you look at the chart on it; it, it goes from each yeah, one. dude. And I tried reading them separately. That was not a good idea. No, no, because it, the Avengers interconnected. ones are re- the Avenger ones are really tough to read. But see, here's the, the thing: others. Guardians of the Galaxy also ties into it too. Yeah, but. Not reading Guardians of the Galaxy, I can't speak to that as well as trying to read Avengers after I read Infinity One through Six. It oh yeah, jumps it because jumped, jump, jump, jump. Yeah, you have a New Avengers or Avengers Twenty, right? And then Infinity Three, and then Twenty One. Yeah. And so no. if you're reading Twenty and Twenty One without, it reading makes Infinity no sense. It makes sense if you've read it, but that's what I'm saying. It's a huge. It's jump. a huge leap. Uh, when huge I read jump. it, I read I wasn't reading New Avengers, so I, I missed that. Those I think there were like three or four issues with that. So I missed those, but I was reading it in order. Avengers 20, you know, Affinity number one. And that so new on. Avengers book is amazing. Yeah, I know. You are way missing out. I know. That book is incredible. That book's better than Avengers. I know. Especially at the beginning. That first story arc is so good. Um, for number two, uh, I put Forever Evil number one, but more so because not only is it DC's biggest event, not only was it DC's first event in the New 52, but it was also tied to Villains Month, in which right. DC replaced all of its titles with, with 52 villains. lenticular covers by villain artists and writers for the most part. They're 3D. They're 3D. They're 3D. Yeah, guess oh what? Oh, my God. Which that worked. A... That worked yeah. big time. Well, they also it was a fiasco. Like a, it was a huge ordering fiasco. Well, the ordering is not... It wasn't the ordering. It was the production. The production, the is production the was a fiasco. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they missed, were like, they, "Hey, China, we'll have half of those." We tried to. F- they tried to guess numbers for books that just didn't work, but it was a failure. It was a flat. It's out a failure. failure on DC's side in terms of production. Yes, it's a massive success in on, in on the terms other side of selling and yeah. not even selling, but in causing that buzz and causing people to show up at shops. Yeah. Oh show yeah, up early. It's speculators. Well, yeah, you, I'm not. I'm not debating. It's it's definitely speculators. But let me tell you, Supply the last demand. time speculators were there, that's when comic shops started flourishing. Right. And yet you're going to see the crash from it. And, and you haven't seen much from it afterwards. Sure. But it's still a huge thing. And also, it the, was a big event. Forever Evil is a huge event. It's seven issues. It's written by Jeff Johns. It's drawn by David Finch. Um, there's a major reveal in number one, a major, you know, a status quo change sort of thing. Um, it's also tied into the Trinity War, which was something that they had been touting for a year. Trinity mm-hmm. War was the lead up to it. Um, which led directly into Forever Evil. So I picked that as number two because it really is – that event, I think, is bigger in terms of how it's affecting the DC universe as a whole and I'll their go major with that. books yeah. than Infinity did because Infinity's already gotten out and yeah. Forever Evil is continuing. So but what is Infinity, number one? Oh, the, the one with the, the thing you with You ruined Infinity, the flow. But the thing with Infinity, I know, 
was that it is Infinity's purposely setting up a much larger scale now for Marvel. Well, right? that's everything that Marvel does. But I'm just starting, in, in terms of the sense of what Infinity kind of what Infinity impacted. Infinity and Forever Evil, as, in reach. terms of an event, are right. gonna, no, I would I say it's the same thing. But Forever Evil, what it's connected with, and also... It reached everything. But it was the buzz going into it. Because right. of that villain's cover, when they had released it before Forever Evil had come out, there were more people that were, in my eyes, I thought there was more people and more buzz and more chatter about Forever Evil than there was in Infinity. Right. Now, personally, I think Infinity is a better story, but I'm also a Marvel guy over a DC guy in terms of what I enjoy. Uh, yeah, I'm a Marvel so guy. So that's... That's probably my bias generally more than anything. But you remember else. we were talking about speaking of the, the villains month covers and everything, we were talking about and had that whole big debate about the Joker's daughter cover in particular, that there weren't going to be enough out there for people to get. Right. DC in hindsight, DC did a good job not putting too many of that out because that title was, was horrible. Terrible. It was so bad, so they didn't waste all their money making this, you know, cover and making yes, but this they needed all the other ones. Yeah. So, uh, so number, number one, one, the most number important one. comic book. Important is not, I'm going to say buzzworthy. The, I'm going to say. The biggest buzz yeah, comic probably book the most of 2013. Comic. Yeah, this one I would say is probably important. As this one's important hugely it's important. important. It's important, it's but I'm just saying important. in terms of, it's not important in just that issue. But I'm going to say my number one book of 2013 is Superior Spider-Man. I agree. And. Well, Superior not Spider-Man only, number one. Well, Superior Spider-Man number one the because and of, then the title because of what it it started. Yeah, because yeah. it started that title and what it is. It's the first super, the Spider-Man book. Peter Parker isn't in it. He not in involved at all. Well, Gone. he is towards the end, he, which I thought he's was starting mistake. to but come in there. He was towards the this beginning. is something that Marvel's been doing for a little while. They replaced Cap with Bucky. Yeah, he becomes more popular than Cap does for a while, and right. then when Cap returns, they're like, uh, uh, there is back, Bucky, a sense from fans that. We're not ready for Peter Parker coming back. There's a strong rumor, if it's been confirmed or not, I don't even know, that Peter I've Parker heard about returns that. in 2014. He's coming back, they're, yeah. They're basically throwing it out there to see what fans are thinking. Well, that's that's the way DC Well, it's like Kyle back. Rayner and Hal Jordan, and it's like well, Wally DC, West that's the thing, and Barry Allen. For, and, for the 90s and stuff, DC was the one that, that replaced its heroes yeah, and did a very successful job in taking – the namesake of the hero and placing it with somebody else. Yeah. Marvel didn't do that for a long time until they did cap and they did right. it very successfully. With they cap did a very good job. They made that. Bucky somewhat different. Um, same thing here. You have Otto Octavius in the body of Peter Parker. Crazy. Acting as Spider-Man. Right. It's something. The, first time the thing with Superior Spider-Man number one, the reason that I picked it because the, the title itself is you have a former villain you have him being Spider-Man. What have you? My, my big thing with it is Marvel committed to it. And they said, jumped We're in do head this. first and did not this is, turn back. This is yeah. the thing that Marvel's done for the last couple of years. They did this with Bucky as well. When they brought Bucky back, Bucky was considered that character that, like that's sacrosanct. You can't bring him back. You, you right. don't bring back. You don't you bring, don't back, bring Uncle back Uncle Bucky. Ben, you don't bring back yeah. Aunt Stacy. Yeah. You don't bring They're back Bucky. Dead. They're dead. There's Bucky, and they did it right. But though. Marvel, that's the thing: is Marvel commits to it. You have to commit to it to do it right. Yeah. If you were to do this as we're going to stop Amazing Spider-Man 700. The very end of it, Peter Parker's going to die and in, Octo, in Otto's body. And Otto's going to be in Peter's body. But we're going to erase this in four months. You, you can't do it's that. It's death of Superman. You ha- yeah, you have to commit to it. And that's the thing that I, that I thought was the biggest buzzword. That was the most important part is that Marvel commits to its stories. It commits to 
if the creator thinks that this is the right thing to do, the editors think this is the right thing to do, yeah. we're going to do it. You can go all the way back to Origin with Wolverine. That right. was a huge yeah. risk. But Joe Quesada and the brass at Marvel said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it we're right. Gonna we're going to go get for Paul it. Jenkins to do it. We're going to yeah. get the Cuba Brothers to do it. And we're going to knock this out, and we're going to go for it. Yeah. I've always said one of the differences between Marvel and DC for a number of years ago was Bucky versus um, uh, Rebirth. Um, Jason Todd coming back. Oh, God, When yeah. Jason Todd comes back in Hush, it turned out to be a fake out. Yeah. When when they got the fan reaction, the immediate fan reaction at the time, there wasn't as much of you know Facebook and Twitter and Instagram right. or whatever. They got that fan reaction months later that they were accepting of that idea. They brought Jason Todd back. Yeah. And it was sort of like ho-hum because like, hey, we've seen this before. Yep. Marvel went in. Ed Brubaker comes in and says, I want to bring, Cap back, or I want to bring Bucky, Bucky back. back. And yeah. they said, go for it. And there was an out. Brubaker had written. You he know, totally kind of, had an out. He had it. an out. He yeah. says, like, if this doesn't work, if the fans hate it, we're we just going to kill ship. him again. Yeah. And the story would shift to Steve losing Bucky again. Again. That yeah. he couldn't the save The fallout it. of. Yeah. yeah. So, but that commitment has to be there from the start. And that's why I picked Peter Spider-Man number one, if anything, to show Marvel's commitment to changing its characters. And sticking and with, sticking with that it. solid change. And, and you know, there's well, no they, way they you're gonna Peter's not going to come back. I right. mean, from the very start, it's when Peter fans were yelling, yeah, when, Pe- when fans are yelling about, oh, I want my Peter, I want my Peter he's going to come back. It's yeah. going to be a while. He'll be back. Yes, I know but. that sounds dirty. <laughs> I want my Peter. No, Rich Rain, ladies and I gentlemen. Know, right? I'm sorry, my, my inner child was coming out. Um, yeah, no, I've been reading Superior Spider-Man since, you know, number one and i i wasn't reading avenging or avenger uh, no, no, amazing spider-man before that and it's made me go back and read the amazing spider-man but there were so many times that they could have copped out of this and you know brought peter back and i'm glad it's that they've so awesome held, they did not yeah i'm glad that they've held to it and i, I really want to see how long they can hold on to Ock being spider-man so yeah, I, I agree with your top ten. I think that's uh, those are good choices. Um, Thanks for your approval. I that's think all I was looking be. for. Shut up! I think it should be a you know a consensus. <laughs> Since it's this is our podcast, our word, we should all be able to say yes, that was right, or no, I think that such and such should be in there. Don't okay. you? What's your top ten then? No, I I agree with that top ten. I, I can't think of anything else that would have would have been higher, or I mean, put in there other than maybe Age of Ultron, but. Um, nobody's I, talking about Age of Ultron anymore. Yeah, I know. That's nobody cares. It's a good story. It's a great. Yeah, it's a great yeah. story. But it just and it does have the funny thing is is I think Age of Ultron actually has larger ramifications in the breaking of the time space barrier was. or whatever than Infinity yeah. did with the end of the Builder Saga. So but I would have we'll also see. said Guardians of the Galaxy, but Guardians of the Galaxy has kind of lost it over the last couple you know issues. So, um, no, I, I think that your top ten is right on the money. Anybody else have a problem with that? That I can't agree with one of our co co hosts. I'm just wondering if anybody else has actually read all ten books. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so, so anyway, I was trying drink to drink again. Um, what do you guys think of the top ten nerdiest events that have happened over the last top ten or top five? Top five. No, top five. Over the last, since 2013, what are the top five? Uh, and Comic Con's always probably number one, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, E3 and Comic Con are way up there. Yeah, if you're talking about pur- pure events, but if th- I think if you talk about like happenings or events, I'm I'm gonna go off the map altogether because if you say Wii U, I swear. <laughs> no, I was gonna say The Last of Us. Come on, you guys. No, uh, I'm gonna if go. The Last of Us was one was on Wii U. 
Ethan would be at your house every day, and you guys would just be playing Last of Us. Like that's hilarious. Um, no, I was going to go completely off the reservation just because it, it's interesting when you look at real life science fiction and how it influences Between. our science fiction and superheroes and stuff like that. Well, like my my big events, my three big nerdiest events is the scuttling of the space shuttle program for the United States, the privateering of the space program. And like the whole uh, dragon program that right. is now supplying the International Space Station. So now in reality, you, the United States does not have a space program that's active. Yes. And there are private companies sending space, you know, shuttles into the into outer space. space. <laughs> and then the and then the third thing is for the first time in history, an electric car is considered the best car to buy by every major critic that exists in the world. The the Tesla Model S yes. is the best car that you can buy, according to JD Power. It's the Power. best car that you can afford to buy. Well, is yeah, it a fully too. electric car? Yeah, a hundred percent electric car. So it's like for me, and it also like, has like a top speed of one hundred. When you look at us, but when you when you look at like that whole, you know, us being infatuated with Star Wars and Star Trek and outer space, and you know, it it permeates comic books, movies, film, media, mm -hmm. it's, I think for me, those are the three biggest events because that's kind of a shift in how the world is looking at those things. And I'm, I, you know, it, it makes me wonder like, what is that? How is that going to both reflect and influence the media that we watch? I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Travis just made it real y'all. <laughs> I took it you, seriously. You put the nerd back into this. Yes, I did. No wonder why Ethan's all worried about your door and your <laughs> deposit. Okay, so it's that's... serious between the two of you guys. <laughs> did you hear about the space shuttle program? I don't know, but I hope the shuttle doesn't crash into your door and you lose your deposit. That's that's Travis. Ethan, what's your top three? I can barely remember what I had for lunch today. I want me to remember <laughs> 2013. How about you're on a podcast? There you go. You're going to have to go on to the next one. I, seriously, I can't remember anything. Ethan said way too much to drink tonight. Apparently, yeah, he's been it. sitting in the corner drinking. <laughs> he's been playing the, the drinking game. <laughs> he is the drinking game. Chris, what do you think? Um, three or the five? Because I wrote go ahead and do five. five. Go ahead and do your five. Um, I wrote down my top five events, or at least kind of like things are around it. Um, I had SDCC 2013, obviously Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, number two, I had Disney buys Lucas. That's probably the most important. That's gigantic. But would that be 2012? No, it was 2013. No, it was 2013. It was, no, it was November of 2013, or 2012. No, I thought it was January, February of this mm. year. If it, the, the actual, that's right, it was that's November. When it, that's when it went through. When the purchase actually the, went through. The purchase was oh. the, sign, the signing of it. Well, considering that all we talk about. Okay, well, then change that to the announcement of Episode 7. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that down at number 5 instead there of number go. 2. There you um, go. I put Iron Man 3 opens as the first post-Avengers movie, right, which obviously was really successful. Huge. Uh, for something we talked about, E3, because of the new consoles. Yeah. Both new consoles being announced or, or at least revealed. Yeah. yeah, and then number five we talked about it before the lenticular covers and a little bit of the sense of the '90s They're 3D. marketing type thing. Not it's just in, not just in the lenticular covers. A lot of different trends that I saw in the '90s as a comic book mm. fan. I'm seeing some of those come back now. Not necessarily in the same sort of 
I guess you're kind of right. But yeah, like yeah. rebooting. Guess of entire... you're kind of right. No, but I'm no, right. But like no, but like I'm thinking about it. But it's like complete mm-hmm. rebooting of universes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the 3D covers. Yeah, mm-hmm. holy crap! It's the 90s all over. Again. It's the 90s all over. Holy shit! Well, you know that Revolution. happens. That happens every couple. You know, every every 20 years or so, it back reverts back to itself. But it's been strong, and it's been getting there. I mean, 2011 when New 52 started, a lot of the yeah. creators that were involved in it, a lot of the writers that, been were that were involved, yeah. And it's still be called the new 52. And it's still the new 52. Yeah, it's still new. It's still new. It's 26 issues old, but it's still new. It's new. Um, well, but that was like the start of it. Yeah. Well, started in terms of like creators that, that you saw it were off. big. Yeah. yeah. But you saw a lot of the stuff in the, not necessarily marketing, but just that kind of, I don't want to say gimmicks because, I mean, it is a gimmick, but it's, so, that it wasn't, yeah, it it's is. not as gimmicky as it was. There's still variant covers. There's still, yeah. you know, extra covers and stuff like that. It's not it's as still, gimmicky as Death you know, of Superman. Yeah. Well, my top three probably no. Uh, what are your top three, Rich? Hit us. Doctor Who 50th anniversary has to be in there. Wow, longest running television show, uh, dramatic that TV to you. show. Okay, well, no, it's a. Yep. Hey, st- how about Matt Smith's uh, send off? That was a great episode. Did you like that? It was a pile of shit. Well, whatever. You you just you should be happy that he's gone anyways. I you am. Didn't like him. Let's bring uh, Walking back. Dead's 10th anniversary. Uh, that should be up there too. And New York Comic Con sells out almost as many tickets as San Diego. Also, uh, Breaking Bad should be in there too. Their series finale. Yeah, you, know, you waited so many years to watch the end of that. Because <laughs> I know you've been a big fan of that show the entire time Wait, it's been have on. Have you seen it? Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't. That's have why I'm not. Yet? I'm not pretending that watch the I'm a gigantic season. fan. Have you watched it yet? I w- no, you oh God, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you watched I w- it. Every yeah, no, I was a you watched it, you watched from the start. Yeah. From the get-go. I thought, you, I thought you missed the first season. Nope. And then Watched the entire thing all the way through from beginning to end. I so how did – so okay. So shut up. How did you feel at the end? Like not just in the sense of you watched all of them in a binge, but you've been living with this for years. This, yeah. Like this, lost for I me. Mean, my biggest my smile big, is lost is because it was six end? years. Yeah. yeah. How is how – is, So not giving away the ending, because everybody else has. How did you feel at the end? Were you satisfied with the ending? Yeah. Okay. That's the only way. How many? Yeah, no, and it really is. In terms of show that you've been invested in, maybe not as invested or invested more. Did you like any endings as well as you liked that? Yeah, Mash is way up there. Okay, Mash is way like Mash might be my number one. Um, I think that's probably most people in the world's number one. Well, Jesus God, that was amazing. Um, For its time, it had more the yeah yeah viewership on that was highest viewed uh, TV show years and years and years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I think that the Breaking Bad ending, it was it, kind of what Rich was just saying. It, it's kind of how it had to end because you couldn't walk away from the history of it without giving it away. Mm. The characters couldn't walk away from what had happened. It So there had to be a final conclusion to it. And there had to be some form of redemption so for those whole all of those things to happen it i i thought it was kind of bittersweet See, this is this beautiful. is the thing i find fascinating and you mentioned the matt smith finale in, in doctor who and it, right. there's a lot i've heard so many different opinions on on that of they liked it they hated it they didn't care one way or the other almost across the board of people that i know that are breaking bad fans knew what the ending would be yeah got it and still enjoyed it. Yep, that's yep. the thing that surprises yep. me. That's when you know you've done something well. When you can do something that people are expecting you to do and do it in a way in yeah. which it still surprises them. Seriously. That's the shocking thing to me. Like, I knew... Uh, if 
it had not ended the way it did, I would have been pissed off and said they didn't stay true to the characters the way they had written them all the way up until they that didn't point. cop out. They, they they went through with what was an anticipated or expected result, but the way they played it out, how they played it out, how it transpired, and how it was mm-hmm. acted and performed and everything, and the feel of it was amazing. Interesting. Yeah, it was re- no, it was it's a one that, that series was, is amazing. Yeah. That's one of my top all-time series. I was going to say, where do you rank it? For like my all-time TV mm-hmm. shows? Three or four. What's ahead of it? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. What would be number one? God, I hate these. Okay. Sorry. On the next episode, <laughs> I will reveal my top five TV shows ever. That's a, it's really a hard question. Cliffhanger. It really is. It's weird because I have one. Oh, what's your one? Mine is Lost. Yours is Lost? It's, yeah. Lost is my favorite TV show of all time. See, I think, I and think, I like the ending of Lost. I'm, I'm that guy. Oh, I, you're the one dude yeah, that liked I like, it. I liked it. You're the guy. I enjoyed it. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't think there was a guy, but oh, you're, yeah. you're the guy. Mm-hmm. See, we've my, been trying to find you. Mm-hmm. My biggest regret. With, so was Damon Lindelof. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My biggest regret with Breaking Bad is that I didn't get to experience that weight and that anticipation of the next series and seeing a season finale and going. Mm. Oh my God! You know, I can't Where's wait. The next Where, one? Give yeah, me the yeah. Next one. Give me the next one. I, I, and that's, and that's kind of the problem with the way things are becoming now with the binge watching and thing. You know, you, I, I sat down, you know, in the last two and a half months and watched all four seasons of Justified. To get okay, caught. that's in the top five. Is that in in your top? Have you ever five? seen it? Uh, I watched the first season. Oh my God! I watched the second season. That, the second oh, yeah? season is one of the best seasons of television you'll ever really? see. Really? If you okay. like Breaking okay. Bad, you'll like this. And now it's okay. not on the same. I mean, Breaking Bad's still, to me, better. Right. But this is a close substitution. Hmm. Okay. And I, okay. I was very surprised. I, I was very hesitant to sit down and watch it. You know, you right. know it's a, it, these are things like, you know, if you were to ask me in my top five, I'd have to make two categories. There'd be something, Doctor Who would be in one category, but then you'd no, have. Not two categories. <laughs> no, do, but no. See, but you'd no, have, you have a top is five. Is it a television series? Yeah, there then, you then, go. then it's but it. I, I that's can't, it. No, no, no. I don't want to compare. One, two, three, four, five. I, I, don't wanna, I can't compare. It's not a sense of comparing. Breaking Bad, Breaking yes, you Bad can. And, and what? And, and and what? Doctor Who. You jerked off over Breaking Bad over three weeks. Yes. So you so can compare, compare it. it. Just because you saw it quickly doesn't mean you didn't enjoy doesn't it. Mean it didn't I, I would probably I'd probably rank Breaking Bad two, and only because I can't. I, and I'm what's just, number one? I'm trying to determine that. It has to be Doctor Who. No, it's got to be something on BBC America. I would say. Because if it's not on DVD, if it's not Doctor Who, it's Torchwood. If it's, if it's not if, Torchwood, it's Doctor Who. If it's not on DVD, it's on BBC America. That's the only two things he watches. <laughs> that is a damn good point. I told you, I'm always right. <laughs> That's not true. That's completely true. I've been watching Justified on on, on DVD. No. I just said if it's not on DVD, it's I've been on. I'm watching break- it on my DVR. I've been actually watching it off of the network. Dear God. Well, I do have to come to Rich's aid because we've been watching Walking Dead as it's been playing this uh, this season. I gotta give him that one. Sorry, it's the only way Ethan hasn't been watching it. No, I and uh, Game of Thrones is up there too for me. Okay, Game of Thrones is an amazing. Show. It's yet to be concluded, so we'll have to see. But Game so of Thrones far, is the best so show, and which shows absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh huh. The yes. battle is coming. The battle is over. What the hell? Where was the battle? What happened to the battle? Now I, I gotta, now I gotta watch the old dude it? just skinning a deer. You but get, I missed the whole battle. You get to watch a lot of full frontal nudity. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the violence. <laughs> Give me the violence. I, I think I heard violence. That was as American as apple pie. Okay, so 2013, are we glad it's gone? Yes, fuck that year. Was it nerdy enough for you? 
Sure. Everybody seems really angry at 2013. I'm not sure why. <laughs> you got engaged no, there's, in 2013. There's a lot of, I know, that was good. I had happen. some really good stuff. There's, it's kind of odd because I know a lot of people have said, you know, 2013, like good riddance and that sort of thing. It's just kind of fascinating. More so than any other year. I've had people that I know tell me. See, I think the, the, this, this is the first year that I'm not I'm not happy it's gone, but I'm not sad. You know, it, it's one of those years where I had some good things happen. So I, I'm not regretting 2013. There's no regret. I, I, I'm I, just over it. I enjoyed 2013. I just think I didn't have anything special happen in 2013. What are you talking so about? You played Last of Us. Oh, wait. Oh, no, you exactly. didn't. Oh, shit. Exactly. Yeah. If Maybe if I played The Last of Us, it might have been. 2013 was just underwhelming. Ever. Okay, so if anyone is still listening out there, leave us a comment about what you thought of 2013 what was your favorite nerdy thing that happened in 2013 or where any of these that we you know any of these lists that we've ranked my favorite thing of my favorite nerdy thing in 2014 is when rich brought me a tardis <laughs> <laughs> this dude from this podcast walked a tardis across the country to me that would get us some <laughs> so anyways so anyways always remember that nerdables is on stitcher radio which is a great place to listen to you or a great way to listen to it we're still on that thing don't you know what they're going to get mad at us at one yeah. point when you keep saying that yeah. Danny or, Savage is the head of Stitcher Radio <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> the only way he stays on is if he does the show which has to stay on Stitcher we're also on SoundCloud Blip.TV are we the only show on Stitcher <laughs> <laughs> that's harsh and well you I, just said it the only way he can be on Stitcher is if he's on the show <laughs> like, that's brilliant can he be on another show no we are the only show on Stitcher we're also on iTunes. You can also check us out at... Are we the only show on <laughs> iTunes? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> We'd have so many listeners. No, we probably no, wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> would go under. Uh, you can also check us out at Facebook.com. Apple would lose too much money. You can also check us out, if I can get this out now, no. at Facebook.com backslash Nerdables. Twitter at Nerdables Show. And you can also visit our, web, our website. www.nerdables.com. He stole that from you. And you can listen to all the latest and past podcasts there. So, for Ethan, Travis, and Chris, I'm R.A. saying, remember, 14 comes before 15, so let's take back 2014. Boo. That was your send-off? That's my send-off. That's probably the weakest Boo. segment that's in the weak entire actually, podcast. You've, and tried, that's what you you've actually tried in the other ones. That no, was the just... fact that, that that harkens back to probably the, the only, only segment, segment that we didn't talk about. Well, we did. We just breezed over it. Well, that was part of the segment, wasn't it? Yeah. And then we went back in time. Amazing Spider-Man 2, Captain America Winter Soldier, <laughs> Guardians, Guardians of the, Galaxy. of the Galaxy. Please, let's not forget that. That's my. That's what I am anticipating the most. Yeah, are you? I am. Are you? Do you I like am. that? They just released a new... Uh, Can you imagine if Winter Soldier was in Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, my God. He, he would explode. He would spontaneously he combust. I mean, he, I, I, he would spontaneously combust. Trust me, I, I'm very excited for Winter Soldier. And yeah? I'm just... I'm, I love that story so Not much. Not the movie, just Winter Soldier. <laughs> I'm so excited for him. He's oh. locked in my TARDIS uh, right apparently, now. Apparently he did read my quote, which was that uh, Winter Soldier. You thought he new, looked very sexy? No, my new man crush. And I'm not talking about Sebastian Stan. I'm talking about Winter Soldier himself is my man crush. So Sebastian Stan showed up in the that's, outfit that's right now. That's a fictional character <laughs> and did not respond to you on Facebook. <laughs> No, he does not. Re- it, he but I will tell you this much: that. it is going to be the first per- first character I, I cosplay as. Wow, there's so much silence on that. No, one. the fa- Travis's face is just amazing. <laughs> the look on his face. I have the hair for it. That's because that's where cosplay starts. <laughs> I've got the hair for it.
You have so to I cosplay. So I can do Vic Mackey a shield, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, yep, good night. I think we need to leave on that one. I'm a good name.